Chapter Five of the Homesteader. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Homesteader by Oscar Michaud. Epoch the Third: The Preacher's Evil Influence with all ethel's excited ways she was not to be reckoned a fool when she had in mind to accomplish some purpose she understood full well that it would be up to her at this time to keep orlean from returning west with her husband unless she recalled her father this she did not wish to resort to until she had exhausted all her force without avail she appreciated the fact that jean baptiste could and would influence her husband as well as her mother while as to orlean she would only need half a chance to fall away from her influence and go back to her husband so with this in mind ethel who had inherited from her father much evil and the faculty of making people miserable began as soon as baptiste had left the house to formulate plans to counter any effort on his part to see orlean her first move therefore was to recall orlean who was visiting near a fact which her mother had feared to tell baptiste she convinced her forthwith that she was sick in danger and sent her to bed not telling her that baptiste was ever in town she followed this by sending her mother to the kitchen and keeping her there now what i must do succeed in doing she muttered to herself is to keep orlean from seeing or meeting him in private even in public for as much as an hour she realized that keeping a man and wife apart was a grave task and that she could not trust to the sympathy of any friends but one person she could trust to be an ally in the task she was trying to accomplish and that was her father she rather feared her husband at this time for while she held him under her control at most of times he was by disposition inclined to be kind and good and although he was jealous of baptiste in a measure this did not reach proportions where he was likely to be a very steady accomplice with the plan in hand indeed if it was left to him orlean would sleep in her husband's arms that very night i wish papa had stayed just another day she grumbled as she walked the floor and tried to formulate some effective plan of action to think he left only this morning and that man came this afternoon she was provoked at such a coincidence she did not like to think too deeply or to scheme too long for it hurt her so she was compelled to take a chair for a time and rest her mind she was not positive how long baptiste would stay and she would have difficulty in keeping her sister in bed for any length of time 
but she decided to keep her in the house if she had to sit on guard at the front door and it was while she was yet undecided upon her plan of action that glavis came home once in a great while when she wanted a change a diversion she would have his supper waiting other times it was left to her mother he loved her in spite of all her evil and was always pleased when she had his supper ready so when she heard his footsteps outside she was suddenly struck with an inspiration she rushed towards the rear and began hurriedly to set the table her mother had the meal ready so she affected to be very cheerful when glavis came into the room and even kissed him fondly he was so surprised that the instance made him temporarily forget what was on his mind which was just what she wished him to do where is orlean he inquired after a time whereupon his wife's face darkened oh she's sick and in bed replied ethel guardedly glavis grunted he was thinking for a time he forgot all that was around him his wife the supper his work all but jean baptiste and the wife that was being harbored under the roof that he kept up he suddenly got up he walked quickly out of the room and hurried upstairs while his wife's back was turned and knocked at the door of the room wherein orlean was supposed to lay sick come in called the other oh it's you glavis she cried dropping back into bed when he entered the door ah ah orlean he said in his stammering sort of way ah uh, ah uh, how are you why i feel well glavis she replied wonderingly she had never felt just right mentally since before she left the west and when she allowed herself to think she found that it hurt her she had always been obedient her father had told her that time and time again and gave her great credit for being so think of it dear he had so often said in all your life you have never sassed your father or contraried him whereupon he would look greatly relieved so her father had laid down the rule she was following trying to follow her husband must certainly have been in grave error not that she had observed it or that she had been badly treated by him for she had not however whenever she tried to see and understand what it all meant it hurt her she was again the victim of those nervous little spells that had harassed her before she married but which had strangely left her during that time but to do her father's will for he never bid always his was an influence that seemed to need no words she was trying so she looked up at glavis and observed something unusual in his face what is the matter glavis she inquired sitting up in bed again glavis shifted about uneasily before replying ah uh, 
why orlean is baptiste your husband jean she cried forgetting everything but her husband forgetting that she had allowed herself to be parted from him what what is the matter with him glavis with jean has something happened oh i'm always so afraid something will happen to jean no no exclaimed glavis pushing her gently back upon the pillow nothing has happened ah uh, er ah uh, i'm so relieved she sighed as she fell over in the bed he's here in the city she heard then from glavis he is she cried sitting suddenly erect again for a moment she hesitated and then raising her hand to her forehead as if in great pain she groaned perceptibly the next moment she had again sunk back upon the pillow and her breath came hard perspiration stood upon her brow and he saw it orlean oh orlean he cried then upon impulse good god this is a shame a shame before god he lamented with great emotion suddenly he rushed to the door and then halted as he heard his wife calling him from below he turned to where orlean lay in the bed sick now for true aren't you coming down to supper orlean he called no glavis i'm not hungry but you should eat something orlean no glavis she repeated in a tired voice a voice in which he detected a sigh i couldn't eat anything now he looked at her a moment with great tenderness let escape a sigh and then as if resigned to in the inevitable he turned and passed down the stairway to where his wife waited below she regarded him keenly and during the meal she kept casting furtive glances in his direction i wonder what he's been saying to arlene she kept muttering to herself she concluded then that she would have to watch him closely he had never been in accord with her and her father's plan and they had borne false witness to influence him against baptiste but he had seen baptiste she knew and was also aware of the fact that glavis liked both her sister and brother-in-law and it was going to be a task to keep him from following his natural inclination she thought about her father again and wished that he was in chicago she had never been delegated to handle such a task alone and she disliked the immense responsibility that was now upon her and no one to stand with her in the conflict well ethel glavis said arising from the table when the meal was over i'm going to walk out for a while she started up quickly her lips parted to say that he was going to meet baptiste and conspire with him against her father but she realized that this would not be expedient he might revolt she rather feared this at times notwithstanding her influence over him therefore she decided to exercise a little diplomacy accordingly 
she sank back into the chair and replied very well dear he regarded her keenly but she appeared to be innocently completing her meal he sighed to think that she did not make herself disagreeable the anticipation of which had made him fear and dread the task that was before him but now he was compelled to feel a little grateful because she was apparently very prudent in the matter he hurried quickly to the hall tree slipped into a light overcoat and left the house as he walked down the street he was in deep thought End of chapter 5 Epoch the Third The Preacher's Evil Influence Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C.